Hello everyone, thank you for listening and watching the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, my co-host Tom Walker. And we are back once again for another week of football betting action across the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two. How are you on this fine Thursday evening, Tom? Yeah, doing well, mate. Ready for a full slate and uh, very grateful to Quiff for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, remember, if you sign up with Quiff and place a bet with them, uh, your bet can be supercharged. So, for example, if you're looking at Man City, you want to back them against Everton and they're 1.18 this weekend. If you back them with Quiff, they could be 2.2. 4.4, 13.0. Uh, that's the whole kind of beauty of betting with Quiff. So uh, I know I'll be looking at a couple of the short prices, Man City, Liverpool, Leeds, for example, and seeing if I can squeeze a, a bit of extra value out of them by using Quiff. Yeah, always a good thing to do. You can get a bet 10, get £30 surprise bet sign-up offer and help support the pod if you do so. Uh, we'll put the pod exclusive link in the show notes and on social media so you can check that one out but all odds we read out on the show today will be taken from quiff.com uh but yeah we'll go straight into what we've got lined up for today so we're going to go through the premier league first picking out our betting highlights then the championship league one league two pretty much normal service isn't it this week tom yeah it is looking forward to getting going and uh yeah, I found it a decent slate. I think we're we're middle roading uh, for the slate quality. I it's better say. than last week. Couldn't be worse than, than last week's one, could it? So no, last week's was an absolute dog's dinner, wasn't it? But uh, yes. yeah, this one's a lot better. So excited to get started. Right, let's go then. Premier League Saturday. You talked about Man City a moment ago. They mm. uh, kick off the weekend at twelve thirty at home to Everton. They are short at one point one eight. Surely, anything other than a City win here, you're going to have to, if you want to squeeze that lemon, go into handicaps, something like that, because um, Man City, nine wins in a row, no losses in 12 against Everton. They haven't lost in 14 consecutive games. So, yeah, it'd be a, a major coupon buster. I don't think there's going to be an early kickoff curse here. No, Man City, I think everybody's started to wake up in the last week or two, haven't they, that Man City... Uh, Hitting their stride and and they'll win this comfortably. Uh, we'll look at Luton and Sheffield United then because this is an interesting game. Luton, one point six five, a reflection mm. in the in the odds of how you know well they've been performing recently, um, especially in comparison to Sheffield United. They're gosh, they're they're scarily short. I feel for for Luton, but you know they're doing well. Um, I am going to throw out. Luton to score over 1.5 goals, which is priced at 1.68. Um, Luton are on a very good goal-scoring run at the moment, as is shown by scoring four in consecutive matches. So that was away at, Lut away at Luton, away at Newcastle last weekend, uh, and four at home to Brighton before that. And then uh, two each in their previous FA Cup games earlier on in January against uh, Everton and Bolton. So at least two goals scored in all of the last four games for Luton. And Sheffield United just really struggling at the back. I feel like they're having a bit more of a go. Um, you know, they are generally scoring a few more goals, but by doing so, leaving themselves very exposed and open at the back. And we can just look at their previous games 
Uh, they've conceded uh, conceded at least two goals in five of their last six games across all competitions. Um, so yeah, I, I just think the form that Luton are on, as it is, uh, they'll get going to get a couple here. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I'd like to have a look at Tottenham. Uh, they're 1.8. I think that's a pretty good price, to be honest. They're playing against Brighton at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And yeah, Tottenham are in the groove at the moment, aren't they? Uh, they are second in the form table over the last eight games, yielding 17 points. Uh, their home record is decent, I would say. Uh, it is the sixth best in the league, so it's nothing astronomical. Uh, but I feel like I, I know what to expect from Tottenham at the moment. Uh, not sure whether Song Hyung Min uh, will be making it into the squad. I'm, I'm sure he might appear on the bench after South uh, Korea's exit at the Asian Cup. Uh, but yeah, Brighton, I'm just not really sure what to expect from them. Uh, you know, last two games are, are complete kind of opposites, aren't they? A 4 0 away loss to Luton, that was their last away game, and a 4 1 win against the hapless Crystal Palace. Uh, at the Amex last time out. Uh, really don't know what to expect from Brighton, but feel confident in the um, bare minimum I'll get from Tottenham, and I think it's an attractive price. Now, stat time, Mr Walker. Mm. Uh, Tottenham, in the Premier League, have had both teams to score and over 2.5 goals in 14 of their last 15 Premier League games. Oh, baby. That is excitement central, isn't it? Like, it is, mate. <laughs> so both teams to score an over 2.5 here uh, is priced at 1.52. Again, you know, considering the two teams involved, you mentioned Brighton scoring heavily one week, conceding heavily another week. Um, I can see that again here. Uh, over 3.5 goals and both teams to score has landed in Spurs' last five consecutive Premier League games, and that is 2.1. So. Again, that, I won't put anybody off that. Speaking of goals, I'm going to move into an exciting game, I think. Uh, Wolves and Brentford. Uh, again, Tom, we're going to go for that angle. And it's a very similar uh, tip that I have here. It's over 2.5, which is 1.75. And both teams to score, which is 1.66. So mm. not combined, uh, but two individual bets here. And, yeah, same kind of uh, research done on my end here, mate. Um, so 69.57% of Wolves' home games have gone over 2.5 and 72.73% of Brentford's away games have gone over 2.5. Uh, it promises to be quite lively. I think Neil Morpé boiling piss for another week. Um, but, yeah, uh, for me, lots of goals potentially a Wolves win and uh, they're priced at 2.1. Uh, I'm still waiting for Brentford to get a lot of their players back before they kind of go back to being that dangerous mid-table team. I think Wolves are in a better position. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other two, three o'clock. So we've got Liverpool, Burnley, Liverpool 1.13, very short. Again, big coupon buster if Liverpool were to lose that one. And then Fulham, Bournemouth. And for that game, no bet for me. I don't know about you. No, no, I'm good. Uh, anything in the evening kickoff? Uh, Nottingham Forest against Newcastle. Yeah, I think Newcastle are, are worth looking at. I mean, Forest again go into extra time uh, <laughs> and penalties in the FA Cup fourth round replay. Uh, this team is pretty stretched by Afcon still. 
uh, with a number of players away uh, for the final. Newcastle, uh, even money, uh, they seem to be in the groove. And uh, yeah, Forrest still kind of, still trying to figure it out under Nuno, I think, and get a consistent lineup, which isn't really Nuno's fault. Uh, but Newcastle can capitalise. They won this fixture last season. Uh, I'd like to extend that a little bit. Newcastle to win and both teams to score. I think we're going to be in for another goals glut in the Premier League this this Saturday, um, much like we were last weekend. But yeah, Newcastle and yes is 3.4. Um, yeah, I think Newcastle probably should get the win here and take advantage of Forest and their position that they're in. But yeah, both teams have scored in nine of the last 10 Forest games. And uh, seven of the last eight head-to-head games between the two sides. So there's strong both teams to score stats from the participants involved and the head-to-head. So, yeah, Newcastle to win and both teams to score alike. Okay. Uh, moving into Sunday, then we've got two games. Anything for you for West Ham, Arsenal? Yeah, I think Arsenal will win. Uh, West Ham without a win in six uh, lots of murmurings around Moyes, isn't there, um, at the moment, even though they are perched in seventh position and, and still in Europe having a, a sensational season, but just doesn't feel that way to Hammers fans. Uh, and Arsenal, despite the fact that they clearly don't have much of a, you know, a, a um, finished product up season, up, a finished article up front, you know, there's no kind of, Harland or, or anything like that for them. Uh, it's more of a team collective and they kind of lack that killer instinct, I think. Um, they can still be dangerous and, and get a win against a West Ham team that are struggling at the moment. Yeah, OK, finally then on Sunday, Villa against Manchester United. I, I really struggled with this game um, because Manu yeah. are 2.75. Mm-hmm. And Massive. I'm kind of thinking that's not too bad. You know, Villa are... For a long time, we're extremely good at home. Uh, they've lost back-to-back games now at Villa Park. Uh, 3-1 to Chelsea. That was just recently in the Cup. And uh, prior to that, 3-1 against Newcastle. So they are conceding goals. Um, in, even in the game before that, they, they eked out a 3-2 win against Burnley. So this is a Villa side who, who are... Um, there to be got at, I think. And if Manu are hitting a bit of form, which they look like they are, you know, they they beat West Ham 3-0, Wolves 4-3 prior to that, Newport 4-2 in the Cup, two all against Spurs, you know, so they're putting together a nice little run of form here. Um, whether Manu on the nose at 2.75 is, is something to go for, I'm not sure, but once again, looking at that over 1.5 goals market, you know, Man U to score over 1.5 goals at, at over even money at 2.1 um, could potentially be the angle. Yeah, United for me. Uh, they haven't won a Villa Park since 2021. Uh, so that is five visits since their uh, last victory. Uh, the kind of Rashford off the bench or involved or whatever, but that front three, theoretically, of, of Rashford, Garnacho, and Hoyland looks like it's really clicking, especially Hoyland and Garnacho at the moment. Uh, I think if Man United are on it, then they can go to, to Villa uh, and get a win. I think Villa's early form and, in fact, being still being fourth in the tables, doing a lot of heavy lifting on that price uh, for Man United. Uh, if, if it clicks, great. If we see uh, their kind of their last Premier League 
away game at Wolves. It really could have been a draw, if not worse, uh, if it wasn't for Maynou's uh, heroics. And before that, they absolutely threw it in against Forest at the City ground. So depends what version we're going to get, but it's certainly interesting. OK, um, anything for the Monday night game? Because not for me, Palace at home to Chelsea. Two sides that I don't trust with my money whatsoever at the moment. Every time I think Chelsea had turned the corner, that they show me that they haven't. So It's no. more like a, a round, they're going round a roundabout rather than... <laughs> yeah, agree. Reason. yeah. <laughs> uh, OK, we'll go to the Championship then, shall we? Um, I'll start off with league leaders Leicester. They're away at Watford. Uh, 1.68 for the win. Uh, I expect them to do so. I kind of feel like this is quite similar to this game that we tipped Leicester in last week. So Leicester were away at Stoke. Um, similar price. We thought they'd win. Uh, they did so 5-0. These are the games that I believe you win if you're in Leicester's position. Top of the league, running away with it, going to get promoted like I'm sure they are. Uh, you just tend to win these games. Um, Watford are not on a particularly good, good run of form as it is. They've not scored in the last three games. Um, their home form, looking at that, that's not fantastic. They've won one of the last six home games, um, losing the last time out 1-0 to Cardiff. They've lost 4-1 to, to Bristol City here recently. Uh, drew one all with Stoke, who are struggling. Eked out a, a win against Chesterfield in the Cup, 2-1. Uh, so I think generally there's nothing to fear here for Leicester who are firing on all cylinders after that 5-0 winner against Stoke last week. So, yeah, for me, 1.68 for Leicester should be a, a fairly comfortable one. Leeds at 1.16, at home to Rotherham and, and Southampton at 1.3, at home to Huddersfield. Southampton, 26 games unbeaten. And basically, Tom, just knocking these two out in one very quick swoop. Let's acknowledge it. Let's move on. Let's get actual value. <laughs> yeah um, I don't know if it's value but I think, I think Hull will beat Swansea well it's not value to be honest because they're 1.63 and I think that's far too short this is a Hull who are shorter than Leicester um, so is it value no but do I think they'll win yes um, it's probably the best way to summarise this Luke Williams has gone into Swansea as their new manager not really clicked for him since he's gone there they've lost four in the bounce um, no wins in five, and they go to Hull, who are generally all right. They, they kind of do flip-flop a bit, win one, lose one, but um, at home, won three of their last five, uh, beating Millwall, beating Blackburn, beating Cardiff. For me, this is more on how poor Swansea have been in their results recently rather than how fantastic Hull are. But, you know, Hull, Hull are, what, sixth in the league? You know, they're, they're doing well. They've got a lot of good players in their squad, especially going forward. So, yeah, I think they should have enough to beat Swansea. But the price is is too short for me, to be honest. Nice little outsider, I think, um, in a championship this weekend. Kind of like the look of West Brom away at Ipswich. Um, I think there's a sense that the wheels are falling off. Ipswich. Um, they have the joint fifth worst record over the last eight games. It's just eight points from eight games. Right. And, you know, their competitors, Southampton, 22 points from eight games. Leeds, 18 from eight. Leicester, 17 from eight. 
it feels like you know it's not over or anything like that, but that they're, they're definitely losing the, the kind of strength that they had in those uh, playoff and automatic spots, and and it is getting very uh, not desperate, but it's getting very concerning, I would say. And West Brom mm-hmm. go there as kind of this like incognito team, just like nestled in fifth. Uh, they're 11 points off Ipswich in fourth. It shows how much of a gap there is between the top four and the other playoff teams even. And, and West Brom will go there in a ton of confidence. Uh, I think they'll go there. They'll be hard to beat. Uh, West Brom, we've seen, have got a tremendous uh, defensive record recently. Um, they sat in third, 27 goals conceded from 29 games for the best record on the road. All the pressure's on Ipswich here. It's on TV. The fans are expecting them to get back to... I mean, they've set expectations now, haven't they? So they have to go out and meet those because if they don't finish in the playoffs or if they finish safe after looking like they're going to get promoted automatically, it's going to be uh, seemed a failure when actually it's it's an unbelievable achievement. I think West Brom go there and at 35 might be worth some outsider money. Yep. Okay. Um, another outsider in the Plymouth against Sunderland game, or Sunderland against Plymouth, if we're reading it correctly. I like Plymouth to score. So Plymouth on the nose, a price at 4.8. So they're a big price. Um, but for Plymouth to score a goal, it's 1.5. I think this is a fantastic accumulator booster. Um, Plymouth has scored in each of their last nine games across all competitions. That includes going away to to Southampton and scoring there, uh, home and away in the FA Cup against Leeds, scored in both of those games, even though they did eventually go out to Leeds an extra time uh, in midweek. Sunderland, on the other hand, have conceded at least one goal in six consecutive games and are in very patchy form. Um, they've lost three of their last five. So this is a Plymouth side who generally are, are in decent form home and away, having lost just one of the last seven. They're scoring goals, often, you know, twos, threes, but that does so more so come at home. They are always consistently scoring at least one on the road at the moment. Um, for them to score at least one goal against the Sunderland side, who are conceding frequently, at what for 1.5, I think is fantastic. Hidden on the docket on Sunday as well is a, a nice little one. I think Coventry to beat Millwall 1.75 for the Sky Blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth best record over the last eight games, 17 points from eight games. Millwall struggling at the moment. I think it's fair to say uh, they are kind of looking over their shoulder at the relegation battle. Joe Edwards not making the impact he would have wanted to. He's been in. Been in the job a, a couple of months now and, and not much progress is being seen at the moment. They're winless in five, losing four of those five. Uh, a comfortable Sunday afternoon win for Coventry. Yep, completely agree. Uh, league one? Shall we? This isn't in the league this weekend. No, horrid. Not, not, not an awful lot of fancy here. Horrid. We'll start by looking at Portsmouth for me, away at Carlisle. Portsmouth price at 1.54. Do I trust them like I feel like I should be able to trust a 1.54 shot? (laughs) No, I don't feel like I do. Mm. But 
Carlisle have just been really poor recently, haven't they? They've lost five on the bounce, uh, six of the last seven. They're conceding at least two goals. So they lost five in a row, conceded at least two goals in each of those five games. They've lost um, and both teams have scored in each of those five games as well. So we might actually be able to extend that 1.54 out a little bit uh, into a Portsmouth win and both teams to score, which is 3.15. So I'm kind of going off how bad Carlisle have been recently, uh, particularly defensively compared to Portsmouth. You know, Portsmouth still top of the league, still grinding out results. Um, they've won three of their last four games, the other one being a draw against Oxford where they conceded late on. So they are in good form, Portsmouth. They just have the potential to throw in a wobbly every now and again. Um, but yeah, Carlisle are poor. So I can only go off what's in front of me and how they've been playing, which is really poorly defensively. And Portsmouth have the quality to score at least two goals here. And I feel like if they do, that should be more than enough. Yeah, Cambridge and Cheltenham. No, this isn't a university against a horse race. This is a League One football match. Um, we're <laughs> going to be back in Cambridge here. Um, over the last four games, the pressure's really been on Cambridge and they have come through these games with flying colours. So I'll paint you a really quick picture. Cambridge in 15th, you know, not safe, but in a safe position at the moment and, and would be surprising if they were relegated from here. Cheltenham, 23rd. Lots of noise and from myself in, uh, included about how much they'd improved uh, under Daryl Clark. Well, they've lost four or five now and they're going away to somebody that they will feel like they'll be able to get a result against. But these are the last four games for Cambridge. Uh, played Fleetwood, 1-2-1. One, one. Went away to Exeter, drew 0-0. Nil, nil. That's okay. Uh, played Burton at home, 0-0. Nil, nil. I would like to see a win there, but that's okay. They went away at Shrewsbury, another direct relegation rival, 1-2-1. One, one. Uh, so that's two clean sheets in that time. And they scored twice in those four games. Uh, tw sorry, they scored two twice in those four games. I think there's something to go off here. And Cheltenham, they've had a tougher run of games, for sure. Um, but they lost 3-1 at home to Wickham uh, last time out. And that has sent off alarm bells in my head because Wickham were priced at 2.8 on the day and were not showing any signs of that result coming. So okay, uh, Cambridge for me, uh, they are priced at 2.2. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad you've done that because I was on the fence about whether to stick the knife into Cheltenham or not. And yeah, I'm, I'm so ready. Like, let's let's I'm plunge ready. it right in. Let's yeah. do it. Twisted it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Because they have been disappointing. Because I've been expecting them to, I've been expecting a lot more from them yeah. over the last four or five games, and they've been re really disappointing, especially mm -hmm. in terms of results. So, yeah, sit that knife in, twist it, pull it out. Let's go. Um, the only other thing that I I want to take a punt on is Peterborough uh, at even money, and I feel like seeing Peterborough at even money, they're against Wickham, um, who you mentioned beat. Cheltenham unexpectedly scoring three goals, really, last weekend. So Wickham go into this with confidence and Peterborough come into this on the back of two consecutive losses, which is um, unlike Peterborough. But I just feel like 
I see Peterborough, I know how good they are. I know how they tend to dominate 80% of the games that they're in in this league. The amount of chances they create, the amount of shots on target they have. They're going to score a number of goals past the team eventually. They should have more than enough to beat Wickham. Wickham are just destined for mid-table mediocrity this season at the moment as it stands. If Peterborough have ambitions of getting automatic promotion, for me, they've got to go out at this stage of the season and win this kind of game. Um, the fully the, the, the talent and quality is, is absolutely there in the squad to do so. Uh, they just need to pick themselves up after two consecutive losses and uh, and get back on the horse and, and, and go again. But yeah, for me, Peterborough have got every chance of scoring a couple of goals in this game. And if they do so, dare I say it, that, that should be enough um, to beat Wickham. I'm surprised you didn't want to go for Stevenage. I know they've not been amazing recently, but they're even money as well away at Port Vale, who haven't won in five games. They've lost three in a row. They've lost four or five. And Stevenage, before losing last time out uh, at home to Reading, which was a really poor result, they did win three in a row. Um, in terms of the uh, away records in League One, it's, it's the fourth best. They've got the second best defence in the league. Um, and even though they have only yielded 13 points from eight games, which is the eighth best record in the division at that time, I think it's more than enough to go to a Port Vale side that have the third worst record over the last eight games. They've yielded just five points. And in terms of their home form as well, it's the fourth worst record. Now, I think Stevenage needs to turn up and put a, a six, seven out of ten performance in here, and and they'll win for me. Uh, even money for for Stevenage, you, you don't see that that often against somebody that isn't one of the big teams. You'll get that if Stevenage play Derby or Portsmouth mm. or someone like that, but you don't often see that when they play Port Vale, when they play Northampton or Lincoln, etc. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I always pick Stevenage at the wrong time. When I back them, they let me down. <laughs> So, yeah, that's fair enough. I feel like I've been stung by him a few times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, completely agree with your reasoning. Any more in League One for you? I'm not fussed about anything else. Derby, but they're so short yeah. at 1.4. It's, it's not worth your time. No. All right, go to League Two then. Uh, I'll get started. I think Wrexham are a good shout at home to Bradford. Uh, Wrexham 1.76 for the win. Wrexham are fantastically reliable at <laughs> the. It's not. Is it called the race course ground still, or have they sponsored it out? Hollywood Stadium, I think it's called now. Hollywood Stadium, yeah. <laughs> so fantastically reliable because um, you can go all the way back to, to September. Their league fixtures at home since September, every single one, they've scored at least two goals. So I'm not going to mess with a broken formula here with Wrexham. We're once again going to go for Wrexham to score at least two goals again. So that is priced at, just looking at Bradford price, and I thought 3.12, that can't be right. It's, it's 1.88. So Wrexham to score two or more over 1.5 goals. It's 1.88. They've done it for nine consecutive games at home. Um, yeah, you can see it coming again because Bradford, don't worry me at all at the moment. They're on a pretty poor run of form. You know, they've they've played 
Colchester, Brat, they Colchester, Swindon, AFC Wimbledon, uh, Salford, Crawley, Crew. They've, they've not beaten any of them in recent weeks. So yeah, they're not on, not on good form, Bradford. Since Carl Robinson came in at Salford City, no team has yielded more points than Salford. They are two point four away at Swindon. Great now, price. Swindon, yeah, great price. Swindon, 17th, Salford, 19th. A very meh kind of, I don't think we're going to get relegated, but we're also not safe. And, you know, we're going to kind of plod along to mid-table and hopefully put some momentum together for next year. It's, it's, nothing, it's nothing crazy in terms of what's at stake here. Uh, but Salford haven't lost in the last five. Uh, winning three of those five, couple of draws in there as well. Uh, last time out, they impressively beat Wrexham Tom at home, 3-1. They beat Crew away, 3-2. They drew 1-1 away at Bradford, beat Crawley 1-0 away, uh, drew to Forest Green. It, it's It's been a, a very, very, very good start from Carl Robinson. He's got over that debut red card as well uh, that he chucked in. So he's he's back in the dugout. And uh, yes, Swindon, just one win in their last five games. Last time out, they lost 2-1 away at Newport. And uh, yeah, I think we can get behind Salford here, kind of ride this wave as it as it continues at 2.4 and uh, get another win. It, it won't be easy, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 2.4 is a great price for, like I said, the team with the best record since Carl Robinson came in. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'd... Chuck in there, check out Matt Smith in the anytime scorer market as well. Full of mm-hmm. goals at the moment. Um, going for that League Two top goal scorer, Matt Smith. So uh, well worth a look there as well. Um, for me, MK Dons will be Accrington. 1.7 is the price for them to do so. They're on a fantastic run of home form, really, in the league. So since October, they played nine games at home. They've won seven, drew one, lost one, um, winning five of the last six. So really, really strong form for MK Dons, and that's the basis of this tip. Accrington, absolutely a, a capable mid-table side, but you know they're very much kind of win one, lose one, draw one. Uh, away from home, their form is okay. They've they've won one of their last six, drawing two, losing three. So they they can be they're not a pushover opponent by any means, but. Um, I expect MK Dons to do what they've been doing for the last four months now at home, in the league at least, and that's beat these kind of teams. Um, so 1.7, I think, is is a good price again. Woo, woo, woo! It's the price of the weekend, Claxton. Let's go. Uh, this one, Tom, I know you gave me a bit of, bit of abuse last time because I did the, the noise and then I delivered something. You didn't seem to think was big enough. It was very underwhelming. Yeah. Well, this one's 3.0. There we go. This is better. Okay, good. Right, here we go. We got the blessing. It's uh, Nigel Adkins, Tranmere Rovers, a team that I have not picked probably all season, um, away at Doncaster Rovers. I'll paint you a little picture if you're not a a massive uh, League Two fan. Doncaster are third bottom. They occupy the kind of last survival spot at the moment. The seven points clear of Sutton United with a game in hand. 
Um, feel safe right now, but it's not, but it's not over clearly. And Tranmere, you know, not really going anywhere um, at the moment. I don't think they're going to go down. They'll probably finish comfortably mid-table. They're in 16th. I just like what Tranmere have been doing recently, particularly on the road. They've won their last three matches on the road. Um, they beat Grimsby 2-1. They beat Harrogate 2-1. They beat Salford before Carl Robinson, I will say. They beat them 5-1. Uh, and before that, you know, a couple of decent draws against Mansfield and Sutton, a loss against Warsaw in there as well. But I think they've very quietly been quite good on the road. And I think because they're mid-table, no one's really bloody even cared to notice, to be honest with you. And uh, yeah, Doncaster are in all kinds of trouble at the moment. One win in their last six. I think this is potentially price of the weekend. Tranmere to go there. In the groove, all the pressures on Doncaster, and uh, Nigel Adkins' positivity brings me a three point zero winner. Um, yeah, that kind of lends me nicely into my next tip: Harrogate Town to beat Colchester for me. Another even money one that we're going to look at here. Yeah, Harrogate have been on a, a very good run of form recently they've won six of their last nine games so that's one six drawn two lost one can you guess who they lost against Salford no Mr Positivity's team <laughs> Tranmere <laughs> oh. so Tranmere the only team to beat this Harrogate side in the last nine matches um other than that they've been doing fantastically well they've won they've won um three of the last five they had a really creditable draw last weekend, one all away at Stockport. So that's a fantastic result and kind of reflects the momentum and the good form that they're in. This week, they play Colchester at home, even money. I'm all about this. Colchester, are, they've done okay since the, since the Cowleys have come in. Uh, the last four games, they haven't lost. But if we look at their opponents, you know, they drew against Swindon. Swindon aren't very good. They drew against Bradford. Bradford aren't very good. Uh, beat Morecambe. That was, that was a good win. Uh, then they drew against Forest Green. And, you know, Forest Green are a basket case of a club at the moment. So, yeah, I think whilst the Cowboys haven't lost in the last four games in charge of Colchester, the calibre of team that they've been playing hasn't been great. And this is a step up, definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, if Harrogate are winning six of nine, they're going away to Stockport and coming away with a point, you know, back at home, form strong. I think they'll, they'll, they should comfortably get two or three here against Colchester, personally. Okay. Anything else for you, mate, in uh, in the fourth tier? Nah, nah, let's call it a day there and uh, yeah. go through yeah, the I travel quickly. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a look at uh, last week's treble quickly. It lost by bloody one team. It was both teams to score treble. Norwich, Coventry, Cha-Ching. Blackburn, QPR, Cha-Ching. Exeter, Bristol Rovers, no. It was 1-0 to Bristol Rovers. Uh, Exeter did not get on the score sheet. But we do have a new treble this weekend that we're very confident in. We do. So we're going to go for uh, Leicester to beat Watford. Wrexham to beat Bradford and MK Dons to beat Accrington. So Leicester, Wrexham and MK Dons all to win. 
The treble pays 5.03 with quiff, so the £10 example stake returns £50 and 30 pence back. Yeah, and we'd love to close off the show here by asking you to follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Champions League is back soon. We'll have tips on those games exclusively on Twitter slash X. Uh, and please join in the fun with uh, all of the discussion and insight that we post on there. Yeah, we'd really appreciate that, guys. And if you have enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you've listened to your podcast. But that is it for this week's episode of the Football Betting Podcast. Go well and have a profitable weekend. Let us uh, know if you win any bets or what you fancy betting on this weekend, what your tips are. Um, We love to see them all and we'll see you again same time next week. Go well, everybody.